This is Adventist World Radio Ghana, Voice of Hope. It's time for the segment, The Heart of the Church. Hello, our wonderful friend. We are welcome once again to your program, The Heart of the Church. We thank God for this program where we delve into the Bible to understand God's Word. And today, as usual, I have with me my friends to delve into the Word of God. Frank Opokoboyin. And Gloria Sebafo. Thank you so much for coming. You're always welcome. And uh, I'm happy you're also there listening to us and, I mean, involving yourself with the study. Today, Wednesday, we'll be looking at an interesting aspect of what we have been doing. That is trying to look at theology and the doctrine that we know. Uh, we have, for Wednesday, reasoning. Reasoning happens to be a little academic. And uh, sometimes people want to use that academic aspect that this is what they know. Uh, Frank, would you want to look at how reasoning affects our, our thinking of uh, God's word. Reasoning is very good. God has given us brains to think. He has given us wisdom and knowledge. But we should not forget that he is the source of our knowledge. He is the source of our understanding. In fact, the scripture even tells us that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So if you would have proper reasoning, it still comes from God. And it's very vital when we are looking at where our theology should come from. So the truth of the matter is, there is theology. But some have used reasoning to to construct some of this theology that we know, even in our churches today. Uh, What do we have to say about that, uh, Gloria? How does it affect us? Yes, um, from Proverbs 9-10, we are told... Yes, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. It is only the knowledge of the Holy One. Yes, it is, it's always been this, that as we advance in intellect, as we advance in reasoning, in academia, then we tend to downplay the existence of God, because we think that those things that um, per our human reasoning, it doesn't conform to our human reasoning, we are in no way ready to accept and it's very wrong. Any reasoning, any form of thinking that does not conform to the word of God is not appropriate. Not appropriate. You know, and sometimes we want to measure uh, the word of God with our reasoning. Like I, I, I see some time ago, the American president tried to do, if you look at the study, we have a reference to that, Thomas Jefferson, that wherever, I mean, it was beyond reason, he wanted to take out of the New Testament. I wonder what kind of Bible we'll have if we were to follow his, his leading. I don't know, Frank, can you help us with that? What kind of theology would have had if we were following that reasoning? Yeah. So you see that for him, he understood the concept that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of what? Wisdom. And so wherever he is lacking, he wished he could consult the word of God to get guide him in his reasoning. So then, all the sources of our reasoning should be the word of God. If we put the word of God aside and we rely on our own reasoning to build our theology, we will be wrong. If we if we rely on our own reasoning to build theology, we're making a mistake. Uh, what, what do you think, uh, Gloria? Very much, study? very much so, because um, most at times we rather 
as we are advancing in wisdom, as we are advancing in knowledge, we think to presuppose that the scriptures were relevant to those people of old because, mm -hmm. yes, they were not that advanced. In, so the things that they couldn't understand, they attributed them to divine hands. Mm -hmm. But it is not so. Mm -hmm. As we advance in knowledge, that should even point us much more to the God of that knowledge. Interesting. Like the scientists will be saying today, uh, the more study of science actually draws you closer and closer to God. So our wonderful friend out there, uh, be with us in the study of God's word and don't let reasoning distract you from understanding who God is in your life. It looks like we are back at where we started from, the initial stages. We talked about the Bible and the Bible alone. And we are seeing that upon all reasoning, culture, environment and whatnot, we come back to the Bible. What is the Bible's, I mean, role in understanding theology to be that of God's theology for us? That is, Frank, if you can give us an insight. We have studied in previous days that the Holy Spirit, God through the Holy Spirit inspired his people to write the scripture for us. So then, the Bible has become a basis in all. That notwithstanding, we need the Holy Spirit in order to get clearer understanding or full understanding of the truth that are depicted in the Bible. That does not also mean that because we have the Holy Spirit, we should ignore the Bible. The Bible is key in conjunction with the Holy Spirit. And that makes us understand that our experiences, our reasoning, our human traditions, they should all conform to the Bible. If they are not in conformity with the Bible, then the Bible stands tall in all of this. Thank you so much. And uh, another aspect we will quickly look at is some people also try to replace the Holy Spirit uh, with the Bible. So it's more like Holy Spirit says this and the Bible is saying something different. What, what's your take on that, uh, Gloria? Mm, we are in that era where several people are attributing whatever they are saying to the Holy Spirit and sometimes we have the difficulty matching those things with the scripture because some of those utterances are in direct contrast to what the scripture says but today's lesson is, is pointing this out that the scriptures are based on the inspiration of the Holy Spirit so their works supplement each other they conform so whenever we find any spirit we have we have been told yes a message has been revealed by a spirit we can only test it based on the Holy Scripture and if it does not conform with the Bible then we must be watchful because it might not be coming from the Holy Spirit and there are consequences to that if we we, we accept these inclinations, aspirations, and things. Uh, some even go as far as calling upon the dead and giving you a Bible quotation to support that. Uh, our, our aim, our focus should be the Word of God alone. Frank, what do you say to that? Yes, our focus should be the Word of God alone. The Word of God, rather, has the right and the authority to judge us and our thinking. So then, it should be the basis of our foundation, uh, uh, the foundation of our theology. As Jesus Christ relied entirely on the scripture, as the apostles entirely relied on the scripture, so do we also need to rely entirely on the scripture. My dear friend, we need to uh, rely entirely on the scripture if we are to make it in this life and if we are to understand theology to be part of what God wants us to know. Uh, we've been privileged to have our friends to help us go into the study. I ask our sister to pray again with us to conclude the study. 
Our Father Lord, we again thank you for the gift of your sure word to us. We thank you for what you have given us in the form of your theological understanding. We pray that you guide us to your truth. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. As we have seen the Bible today being the authentic source of our theology, tomorrow we'll come round with a summary of all that we've studied. It is our prayer that you be with us and be impacted by God's word. Until then, stay blessed.
to receive your feedback so call us on the number plus two three three five zero one five six one eight four nine plus two three three five zero one five six one eight four nine you can also email us at the address adventist world radio gh at gmail.com adventist world radio gh at gmail.com 
You can also write a letter to us using the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, Northern Ghana Union Mission of Adventists, P.O. Box KS17564, Edum Kumase, Ghana, West Africa. We have another segment for you, and that is Present Truth. You are welcome to this wonderful program, Present Truth. My name is Pastor Alexander Opoku, and I want to share with you a word of God. I want to come your way by opening the scripture so that we all know what the Bible tells us. And before I continue, let's bow for a prayer. My Lord and my Father, I thank you this time for your opportunity for us to live once again. As you have made us live, it means that you have something good for us. Come and speak to our hearts so at the end you have called to glorify your name. Thank you for the opportunity to hear your word. In Jesus' name I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Um, let's pick our Bible and turn with me to Exodus chapter 4, verses 2. Exodus chapter 4, verses 2. It reads, So the Lord said to him, What is that in your hand? And he said, A rod. Lord had an encounter with Moses. Moses wanted God to do something for the people of Israel. And then as he went to him, Moses was expecting a a great thing from God. And God wanted Moses to know that everything he does for us, he uses what you have in our hands to bless us. So when God asked Moses, what you have in your hand, the way that Moses answered God, meaning that Moses saw he didn't have anything meaningful, but he said, rod. Now, it tells you that the little thing we have, God can use it to bless us. And then what we need to know is that at every point in time, God wants us to perform our physical role. Always we need to do something as human beings. Always we should not just sit down doing nothing and expecting that God should do something for us. Now, when we read the scripture, it gives us a lot of things that we need to do. So we have a role that we need to play. We should not sit down unconcerned. We should not ideally sit down without doing anything. We should work. We should do things that we are supposed to do and pray. And through that, God can bless us. I want us to take our Bible once again and read um, Exodus 14. I want us to learn something there. That a role, physical role God wants us to play as Christians all the time. If you read from Exodus chapter 14, verses 13, I want you to read. It says that, And Moses said to the people, Do not... Be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. So we see that when the Egyptians were coming, they were heading towards the people of Israel. They were afraid. They didn't know what to do. But Moses instructed them that, yes, we will see the salvation of God. But there's one thing we need to do before we do that. All that we need to do is that we need to stand still. We don't need to move. We need to just wait on God. We need to stand. So for us to see the salvation of God means that we need to stand. Because for our inability to stand, 
will not see the salvation of God. That's what the scripture is telling us. So as human beings, whenever there's a challenge, yes, we, we need to face. We need to do our honest part. If, it is, if we are sick and we are supposed to go to the hospital, we need to do that. If you are supposed, to, if you are given a medicine, we need to take them. Whatever we are, we need to do to help ourselves, we need to do. We need not to just sit down unconcerned, thinking that manna will fall from heaven to us. So, brothers and sisters, we must do our honest part as human beings, and that's what the scripture is saying that we must stand still. That is our role. So, for us to know the salvation of God, we need to stand still. Now, let's continue to read. It, it is telling us something that we need to know. Now, when you go to uh, verse 14 it says that the Lord will fight for you and you hold your peace. Yes, the Lord is ready to do his part. His part is already, he's already, he's faithful. He, he does not disappoint. He will not disappoint us. But the point is that he said we should hold our peace. We talk too much. We always complain. We always want to tell people what is going on in our lives. We always want to speak. We are supposed to hold on. We are supposed to wait on God. We are supposed to speak to God. We are supposed to tell God first. If you tell God for the fight, he's already won it for us. We will win. We will win. What we need to know is that we said you should hold your peace. Hold on your peace. We talk too much. The complaint is becoming weak. If Christians are complaining, what about those who do not have Christ? We claim that we have Christ. Christ is able to do everything for us. So when we begin to complain, telling people that it is not worth with us, it is not good. Things happening in our lives. We are not appreciating it and t- giving thanks to God. Then, what about those who do not have Christ? Now, let's continue to read something from verse 15. It says that, And the Lord said to Moses, Why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward. Yes, it is time for us to do something. It is time for us to do something for ourselves. We should not stay there forever. We should get up and work. We, should need, we need to preach the word of God to people. There's people. People are dying. This world is, is going to a ditch. Christians must wake up. We, we've been sitting for so long a time. It is time for us to move forward. So when uh, the Israelites were told to move, they moved forward. And then they seek God by his own miracle. Open it. It just opened. And they worked through. And they were able. They, God saved them. So we need to do the same thing as people of God. We must work. We must educate our children to learn. Our people in schools, please take time and learn. If you learn hard work pays, we will get a reward for hard work. When we become lazy, by all means, we become poor people. God does not want us to be lazy. He wants us to learn. He wants us to do work. And when we work, he will bless us. Please, if you are a student, and you learn three hours a day consecutively, consistently. For one week, you've learned only 21 hours. It is less than one day because a day, 24 hours make a day. So we are supposed to learn. We are supposed to do our best. We are supposed to trust God, but we need to perform our role as people. Our physical role needs to be performed so that when God asks his own to us, it becomes a whole. We thank God for this opportunity. We must we serve a God who is ready to do his part. Let us add our part to it so that we make his work become whole. We thank you for your time, for you to just just listen to the word of God. And it is good to, to, to just be uh, with God because without him, life is meaningless. So in a, until we come your way next time, let us just wait on God and just 
sit at his feet. Let's bow our heads for a prayer. Our Lord and our Father, we thank you this time also. You have opened your words to us. You spoke into our hearts and our minds. Let us accept your word so that your word can lead us. Your word can give us direction. Your word can lead our ways so at the end of the day, we will become victorious. Thank you for this wonderful opportunity for us to listen to you. We want to pray and commit all people who are having challenges and difficulty. Lord, go into their hearts, go into their minds. Help them to come out from their problems. So at the end of the day, we all have cause to glorify your name. We thank you for such opportunity. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. We would like to hear from you, so call us on the number plus 233-5015-61849 plus 233-5015-61849. You can also email us at the address AdventistWorldRadioGH at gmail.com AdventistWorldRadioGH at gmail.com you can also write a letter to us using the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, Northern Ghana Union Mission of Adventists, P.O. Box KS17564, Edum Kumase, Ghana, West Africa. For AWR Ghana, I am Bell. May God bless you. AWR Ghana, voice of hope. Voice of-